Welcome back to another week on the Jackson Cloud. Today we are going to talk about the gift of healing as we are in a series on spiritual gifts. Have you guys ever seen anyone supernaturally healed before? I mean, I haven't seen limbs grow back, even though I'm still waiting for that one. I've heard such stories. Haven't seen it either. Um, nothing that I could visibly see, though at camp one of my friends after being prayed for for a long time was able to walk around without his glasses so apparently he could see some <laughs> healing but uh, uh yeah I, I i i don't think i've seen healing where you could often visibly tell right in front of you you know like it wasn't like jesus like walk up to the guy who hasn't been able to walk in 30 years and then say walk up or stand up and walk I haven't seen anything like that, but kind of the consistent un unseens, like my heart hurts. I think one of the most visible things I saw was someone came up to me while I was leading worship and was like, Master, I can't talk. I'm sick. And so like, I was leading worship and like, mm. I, okay. Uh, <laughs> and so I just kind of walk over to her and I'm like praying for her. And, and I listen to her, yes, Jesus, come here, Jesus, take it. And like, it, it was like full volume. Came back. Yeah. And I don't know if this is a thing, but she seems to have a gift of being healed because the rate at which she has been healed when we prayed <laughs> is a very high success rate. It's just odd. I mean, um, what? Just 85 to 90%? It happens so often, man. I mean, she went in for a heart stint three weeks ago and then called me the next day after we prayed. like, yeah, they didn't need to give me the stint. <laughs> What? And so I don't know if like the doctors, maybe she has really bad doctors. I, either either way, like they still gave her some stuff, but they didn't have to do what we prayed about. So uh, needless to say, um, I've seen that kind of healing where, it, you know, it, it, sometimes a little visible, but oftentimes it's in the testing. Like, yeah, you weren't walking that well before and now you're walking better or, yeah, you said we need to pray for your heart, and then you went to the doctor, and then you didn't need prayer for your, or they didn't need to do what they thought they'd have to do. Think of my own life. Um, do you guys have any stories where you felt like you've been healed of something? Nope. I mean, in my own life, it was, I was painting a mural here at the church. <laughs> I got home, I walked, I have heard this one. Yeah, I walked inside and oh, yeah. tried to make clear to my wife through my body language, ow, ow, oh, everything hurts. I've been walking up and down on a ladder all day on Tom's painting. Uh, and she like didn't acknowledge it or whatever. I was like, okay, fine. I'm gonna go upstairs for a bit, lie down. So I go up and lie down. I'm like, my first prayer was like, God, if you could convince my wife to come give me a massage, that would be great. And then, <laughs> And then the next words were, or you know, you could do something about it. <laughs> and as I'm laughing, I just noticed like almost all the pain's gone. <laughs> like instantly, just like, huh. Wait, Wait where was this pain at? Everywhere, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> but like, I like stand up and like, I, I just was so pained at the time. I like stand up and like lift up my feet. I'm like, this is what just happened? <laughs> so I like go downstairs and I look, in my mind, completely different, though I don't know if my wife even knows. Like, <laughs> what? It's gone. 
I prayed and it went away. Yeah. And so like that was a moment where I was like, wow, that happened. Like it was crazy. It, and a lot of times we think God's only going to take care of big things as though that's worth his time. But Jesus healed headaches with Martha or Mary, one of them, and uh, healed the big things too, like blindness and, and whatnot. So God can heal. Um, this is where we get into, uh, for some people, it becomes overstatements. Because one of the things that we see come up in the Bible so much is you got to have faith, got to have faith, got to have faith, right? Mm -hmm. Faith is important. There's even a spiritual gift of faith. So maybe some people have a lot more of it than others. I, I don't know. But faith is important in the Bible. It's consistently in the Gospels over and over and over again. But that becomes like uh, almost like a piece of a magic trick to some people. Like, ah, I've opened up the Jesus magic book. Ah, so we want to heal the eyes, do we? That requires a certain level of faith. You know, and like... Uh, if we can perform said faith magic, <laughs> your eyes will be healed. And so some people take this to like a extreme and it messes everything up where it's like, all right, so you need to stop wearing your glasses. We've prayed for you to be healed. Now you walk in faith that you have been healed. And so like they get in the car and drive. It's like, no, <laughs> put your glasses back on. Don't drive the car around. <laughs> uh, and so, like, there's these moments where people are like, no, I'm claiming my healing, I'm claiming it by faith, as though, like, they're healed when they're not. And obviously, this just seems absurd to me. I don't know. can't remember when Jesus really did that. Wait, absurd or absurd? Absurd. Okay. I can't think of a story where Jesus was like, well, maybe later. <laughs> yeah, we prayed, but, you know. But I do see Jesus not always get the perfect home run. When he goes to his hometown, the Bible says that he wanted more people to be healed, but they didn't have enough faith, so he couldn't. And I don't know which, I, I wouldn't take that as a magical way. I would say it like this, like Jesus, Jesus said it himself, a prophet's not accepted in his hometown, right? Uh, I think maybe we've even talked about this. Famous people. We did. I think it yeah. was in our uh, worship episode, maybe. Right there. Yeah. So, like, uh, was it in that episode, I'm not though? Sure I'm I guessing. don't think it was. In that <laughs> it might episode. have been something else. Whatever episode it was in, David will put right Let's here. Change this to a question mark. There we go. I'm not going to look. I don't have time. Uh, oh. So, um, I tried. But, you know, Jesus wanted more to be healed, and they weren't. My guess is because they didn't have enough faith to like even come out to be prayed for. Uh, you know, I grew up in a city that had a very famous person living there. Mm -hmm. And I was always confused why the city didn't seem to say much about this. Or like, I go to school with his son and since I moved here from far away, it's like, this is so crazy. I go to school with the son of a famous person, you know? And, and like, if I reference them, others would be like, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, he's always lived here. You don't know what it's like. I moved in from out of town. This is crazy, guys. <laughs> but for them, it's just like, yeah, they've always lived here. You know, so same with Jesus. Uh, who's that? Just Carpenter's boy? I'm not going to go get prayed for him. He's not a priest. What, what, what kind of madness is this? That changed his diapers, you know? So um, with that being said, 
not enough faith for the city to even care to be prayed for. But a few people get prayed for anyways and get healed. So bad day for Jesus is a good day for us. Um, but then there's other times. You remember the guy that he prays for, for his ears to be healed? And he's like, uh, what do you see? He's like, everybody looks like walking trees here, Jesus. I don't understand. You know, it's like, okay, let's pray again. So Jesus prays a second time. Jesus, God in flesh, completely anointed with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> has to pray twice for a person to be healed because the first time didn't quite catch all the way. Got like a half healing. So like... Which I'd be fine with just a half healing most of the time. <laughs> but these are examples from Jesus' own life that he didn't always get what he wanted when it came to healing. Uh, his city didn't get as much healing as he hoped that it would get. This guy wasn't exactly an instant healing. Uh, faith was important and played an element. But I would say faith is as important as like, do you believe Jesus can do this? Yes or no? You know, like, because when we act like I have to have a certain level of faith as though this is a magic book, that means we're healing ourselves. And that's not right. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Who are you supposed to have faith in Jesus or in yourself to heal yourself? And the answer is Jesus. So like for me, I pray for people all for healing plenty of times and if it doesn't happen i just pray again so so faith is not like a commodity it's not like a savings account where you save up enough faith no to be able to try to make a deposit on healing right? but it, it's not unimportant either and that's where you know people get caught up on extremes on this because mm -hmm. like how much faith did i have when i was like or you could heal my back. <laughs> right? I had enough faith to believe that God could do it, but I didn't have enough faith to believe that he would. would. And he did it. How much faith did Lazarus have to come back from the dead? Probably not much. Because <laughs> he was dead, but... <laughs> I mean, he could have had a bank vault full of faith. I don't know. I, that, we just explained that's not how it works. I mean, maybe for the gift of faith person, whatever exactly that means. But for Lazarus, he's dead. He's not like, you know, waiting for that moment. He's, he's gone. And then Jesus comes up and heals him back to life. He's like, okay, how much faith did Lazarus have? I don't know, but he was healed. So when we become dependent on ourselves for healing, you know, we just kind of miss it. Uh, but people get, people get healed a lot more than I think we notice. It's just how constant are we willing to pray for people? Because oftentimes we're we're not. We'll we'll pray for the doctor's hand, right? That's the most famous prayer I always heard growing up. God, would you just guide the doctor's hands that they would be healed? <laughs> well, how about we start with God? Would you heal them so the doctor doesn't have to have hands to be guided? Uh, but people don't usually start there. And so they don't usually see it. Uh, and when we do see it, we don't even notice. Like, maybe you remember this at Spring Arbor. The chaplain brought up this girl who had, they thought she might have cancer. Mm -hmm. And the chaplain had been through cancer. And Zoe was like, we're going to pray for this student right now for her to be healed. And so the whole school gathered around, laid hands like all across yeah, the, the chapel. Yeah. Yeah. And so we prayed. She went to the doctor. She comes back the next week. And the announcement is she does, in fact, have cancer. And so, like, for most people, it's like, we tried. Instead, the chaplain's like, 
We're going to pray again. Everybody comes. So we all lay hands on each other across the chapel. We pray again. She comes back the next week and she doesn't have cancer anymore. <laughs> and the whole school's like, wah, wah, you know, like celebrating. We just saw someone healed of cancer. You don't get healed of cancer, you know? And so like, we're freaking out. This is crazy. And then, um, the worship was pumping that day, <laughs> you know, because people had something to really motivate them into worship. And then we all left. And every chapel after that was like every chapel that had been before. is like everyone instantly forgot the moment they walked out of that room. To the point that I bet a lot of people don't even remember. <laughs> I don't. Oh. I might have skipped that chapel. Okay. Well, <laughs> all two or three of them. <laughs> I just used my six strategically, okay? Strategically for the three healing ones? <laughs> I mean, what year was it? I don't remember. See? You can't remember, I don't remember. But I remember the story, because I went home and I wrote it down. I was like, I need to remember this. This is what testimonies are important for, is to, to remind us in the future to pray again, because we saw it before. Whereas it felt like the rest of the school instantly forgot. And then I bet, I bet for a lot of people who remembered, it progressed from I forgot to I stopped believing it happened. Because here's what people do all the time. Like, well, you know, that was so long ago. Maybe it's just like the doctor messed up the diagnosis. And then over time, they like figured it out. Like, oh, no, it's fine. And then everybody's just, yeah, we probably got that wrong. Because this is what happens to testimonies. When we're removed from what happened in the past, it starts getting groggy in our minds and we remember it differently. This even happens with dreams. And when you wake up from a dream, if you don't write it down right away, you will either forget it or you will remember it wrong. <laughs> right. So like when I have these big testimony moments, I often write them down because I'm like, I don't want to forget this. I need to remember this happened and I need to remember how I felt when it happened because the feelings will leave over time and I'll remember it differently because of that. Uh, but here's the thing with healing. I honestly don't have a ton to say about it because what is there to say other than if someone's sick, you pray. I don't care if you don't have the gift of healing or not. If someone's sick, you pray. It's just a church thing that you do, you know? Uh, and God will either show up and do something or it won't happen and you're gonna pray again. And you'll choose what makes sense as you're allowed to pray in that moment and what makes sense to keep praying outside of that. So uh, I heard the analogy from one really good uh, vineyard pastor uh, at a conference. He said, I treat um, prayer for healing like it's a automatic door. So like a target, you know, you walk towards it, it opens. That's how he treats it. It's like, you're sick. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I'm gonna walk in faith towards that door expecting that the door is going to open. <laughs> and I guess if it doesn't, I don't. <laughs> but like, that's what you do. You trust the door to open as you approach it. Do you, you have that idea of the door opening and I'm thinking of Toy Story with the toys jumping on it, <laughs> trying to get it open. Like that's my imagery right now. Well, that's a good level of faith to have. I'm walking towards the door. This door is supposed to open. So that's what I'm going to do. If it doesn't and I hit my head on it, I'll try again. Something must be wrong. I don't know. Uh, but then he gave a really good example as to how he does it. And I've been using this ever since. Okay. How much pain are you in right now? And they'll give me, you know, like, first, what's the problem? You know, what are we praying for? Well, my foot hurts. 
Look at that, feet again. Okay, how much pain are your feet in on a scale of one to 10? Well, it's a six. All right, we're gonna pray and we're gonna stop and I want you to tell me, you know, as it come down, going up. If it's going up, I'm doing something wrong, I don't know. But if it comes down, <laughs> then we're seeing something. So we'll, let's do it and we'll, we'll pray once. And I don't like pray forever. I mean, God knows what we're here to do. Uh, I'll pray usually for, I don't know, two, three, four minutes. Okay, test your foot out, walk around on it. You don't break it if it's like broken, broken, but like, can you do anything now that you couldn't do before? Uh, usually the answer I get is, and I always say, be honest with me, because people want to lie to you. They want you to feel like you've, oh yeah, it's getting better, Pastor. No, don't you do that to me. <laughs> so I always have to tell them, like, be honest. Is it the same? If it's the same, I want you to tell me. Yeah, it's about the same. Okay, let's pray again. Pray again. Okay, where's it at now? And I might get the same. Uh, usually they don't want to do that too many times, but right. but we'll go. And if it just stays the same after like four or five times, be like, okay, we prayed today. Let's keep praying. Let's see what happens. Maybe when you get home, God will just heal it. I don't, you know, I don't know. Uh, maybe we just need to keep praying. Uh, whatever the case may be, we continually pray. And sometimes we're like, yeah, it's about three now. Yeah, now it's coming down to a two. Whoa, now it just really dropped, you know? So like, that's sometimes what it takes. Others, we've prayed for a really long amount of time. Okay, we're just gonna keep praying and just pray that God shows up and does something. And that's part of what it means to wait on the presence of God. Sometimes you just have to do that. John Wesley, when he was raising the dead, <laughs> the founder of Methodism, he went to this guy who was, uh, he was on his deathbed. He was getting ready to go and they prayed for him and they watched kind of like life return to him. So he, he wasn't dead, but he very much was significantly better after they prayed for like, I don't know, half an hour, sang some worship songs, stuff like that. Good story. The next day or two later on Christmas, he was dying again. <laughs> so they already did all this work praying and bringing him, you know, out of like, almost leaving to like being okay. And now he's like leaving again. So they get there and John Wesley says, look, there was like no life left. He was gone, but we prayed. And before we were done, he was alive again. So like, this is John Wesley, just like, let's just pray over this dead guy <laughs> and let's see what happens. And so they pray and they pray and they pray, not just for a little bit, but for a long bit. Before they're done, they see the dead resurrected. Like, these are stories that happen when people have the faith to believe when they walk towards that door that it could open. Is there a lot of rules as to how people get healed? I don't have them. It's really just like, have the faith to believe and then pray that it will happen. Like it's, if I was to trim this whole video down to one sentence, that was all I, that's all the advice I have. Just pray, just pray and, and see what happens. But come expecting, don't, don't just like, ah, oh, God's not gonna do anything, but let's pray for this and then for the doctor, pray. Uh, so yeah, there's, there's probably more we could say. Do you guys have anything you wanna add into it? If you need healing for any feet, come to Jamin. <laughs> We've mentioned this before. The Bible does seem to have um, gifts of healing as though it's plural. So it does seem possible that some people can be anointed for specific kinds of healing. Uh, but Casey thinks I have the gift to heal feet because of two or three stories in my life. 
five or six. I don't, I don't even remember them all. I need to document this better. So we just talked about this. <laughs> but Your own, someone else's, the other someone else's, hmm. three times at church. I mean, I, I don't know. Guy, anything you want to add in? Okay, well, I dominated that conversation. But really, healing's simple. You pray, and you have faith. And if it doesn't happen, you don't turn it into magic, as though, like, you can make this happen. It's not you, it's the Holy Spirit, so trust in Him. Today we talked about healing. Have you been healed? We want to hear your testimony. Go to our Discord, let us know what it is, or leave a comment below with that. You'll find the Discord link in the information down there. Comment, like, subscribe, hit that bell. You know how it works. 